You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today in the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to a new chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And this uh, chapter has caused much confusion in the church, specifically over the last 120 years. And what's important is to know what the definition of the words mean in this chapter. Now, I've said that, but I'll also say that uh, there are many questions that pop up in this chapter, and this isn't the the form, the venue to address all of the answers to all of those questions. Uh, maybe some point in our church's life at Kenyon Bible Prescott, we will go through 1 Corinthians 14 and, and make sense of it all as we go verse by verse. But for today, I want to point out um, what one term in particular means, read you the section, and it's 25 verses, and then make one final comment at the end. Most of the time in this passage will be spent, or most of the time in this podcast will be spent reading the passage. But before I do that, I want to identify what the word prophecy means here. A lot of times when we hear prophecy in today's culture, we think that it means predicting the future. And it can mean that biblically, but it also means speaking forth for God publicly. Speaking forth, as we would say, the Word of God publicly. And Paul is highlighting the importance of prophecy, speaking forth the Word of God publicly, in a public setting, specifically in the life of the church. And that's what he's highlighting here in this chapter. That's what he's highlighting that builds up the church. And so I don't want us to miss that while we may have questions about tongues or languages or what were, were they actually doing in Corinth and what kind of tongues was he commending. Uh, there's a time and place for that, but for now I don't want to miss the main point that he's making. Prophecy is good. We should seek to speak forth the Word of God. That is what will edify a person because, surprise, surprise, a person can understand prophecy. They can understand when you speak forth the Word of God. So let me read 1 Corinthians 14, 1-25. Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. For one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the Spirit. On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. The one who speaks in a tongue builds up himself, but the one who prophesies builds up the church. Now I want you all to speak in tongues, but even more to prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so that the church may be built up. Now brothers, if I come to you speaking in tongues, how will I benefit you unless I bring you some revelation or knowledge or prophecy or teaching? If even lifeless instruments, such as the flute or the harp, do not give distinct notes, how will anyone know what is played? And if the bugle gives an indistinct sound, who will get ready for battle? So with yourselves, if with your tongue you utter speech that is not intelligible, how will anyone know what is said? For you will be speaking into the air. There are doubtless many different languages in the world, and none is without meaning. But if I do not know the meaning of the language, I will be a foreigner to the speaker, and the speaker a foreigner to me. So with yourselves, since you are eager for manifestations of the Spirit, strive to excel in building up the church. Therefore, one who speaks in a tongue should pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What am I to do? I will pray with my spirit. 
but I will pray with my mind also. I will sing praise with my spirit, but I will sing with my mind also. Otherwise, if you give thanks with your spirit, how can anyone in the position of an outsider say amen to your thanksgiving when he does not know what you are saying? For you may be giving thanks well enough, but the other person is not being built up. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. Nevertheless, in church, I would rather speak five words with my mind in order to instruct others than ten thousand words in a tongue. Brothers, do not be children in your thinking. Be infants in evil, but in your thinking be mature. In the law it is written, By people of strange tongues and by the lips of foreigners will I speak to this people, and even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Thus tongues are a sign not for believers but for unbelievers, while prophecy is a sign not for unbelievers but for believers. If therefore the whole church comes together and all speak in tongues, and outsiders or unbelievers enter, will they not say that you are out of your minds? But if all prophesy and an unbeliever or outsider enters, he is convicted by all, he is called to account by all. The secrets of his heart are disclosed, and so, falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. As you just listen to those 25 verses being read, you can see that Paul wants primarily, the number one goal he's going after in that section, is that the church will be built up when people hear what they can understand. Specifically, they hear what God has taught, and they understand that. We see that actually in verse 3. Prophecy, or speaking forth for God, does a few things. Verse 3, on the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. This is a call to continue to speak forth the word of God so that people would be built up. These people in Corinth were striving after the more showy spiritual gifts of the time. Certain people were able to speak certain languages unbeknownst to them. And they were, they were understood in different languages. And, and some people could understand in their own language, but others couldn't. And so what he's saying here is that, that, that that's a pretty, that's a pretty um, uh, high-profile spiritual gift. That, that is one that people take notice of. But if people don't understand what you're saying, that's not doing anything for anybody. Those things are a sign for unbelievers who may hear in their own language. But, but this is for people who, what Paul wants is for people to speak forth the word of God so that there is edification happening as people are hearing in their own language what God has said and what God instructs. That brings about things like conviction, as we see in verse 24. And that is where an unbeliever can be helped, or even a believer can be helped. So, what I would encourage you to do, and what I would encourage you to, to major on in looking at this section is, is continue to speak forth the Word of God. We have so many opportunities as we live in the, the Christian church, as we, as we live amongst one another, to build each other up with the Word of God. The Word of God brings edification. The Word of God brings upbuilding, encouragement, consolation. And so I don't want us to miss Paul's main point as we have questions about tongues and prophecy and things like that. So Christian, for you... Keep learning God's word more and keep passing it on even to people in your own church. Build them up. Encourage them. Challenge them with the word of God. See them grow because you speak to them the word of God. I, I, I can point to so many times when a person has, 
has quoted a verse to me, reminded me of a truth in the Word of God that, is, that has been exactly what I needed at that exact moment. So I believe based on 1 Corinthians 14, 1-25, we should focus on speaking forth the Word of God to one another because that, as we learn a couple of places in those verses, that is what builds up the church. So I would encourage you, speak the Word of God. You never know who will be listening and you never know how that can go and penetrate the heart of the one you're speaking to. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.